Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. And it is the Friday edition of the Sports Cage for Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. Brennan McGuire and Ryan McNally in Hour 3 of the program. Still ahead, this week's Senior Hockey Report with Barney Shinkruck. And lots of hockey talk here in Hour 3. Of course, the Regina Pats kicking it off. With the Swift Current Broncos tonight, 7 o'clock puck drop at the Brant Center. I'm sure many of you listening on your way to the city, to the game. And they'll do it all again tomorrow night in Swift Current. Both games will be here on the almighty 620 CKRM, the pregame show with Dante DiCaria. Puck drop just after 7. And for that, we go out right now to the Western Pizza Hotline. We are joined by the smile of Swift Current. Ryan Schweitzer, and uh, before we talk about the hockey stuff, what's this about you guys stealing our manager now for the uh, 57s? Yeah, you know what? Uh, it, 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 that was a good bump or, or a good bounce for the uh, Swift Current 57s organization. We're very, very excited to to have Jason Vena, you know, a guy who had some great success with that Regina Red Sox organization, uh, apply his trade in Swift Current this summer. We're, uh, we're we're very much looking forward to to seeing Jason in Swift Current, and yeah, he, he definitely had some success in Regina. Joe Carnahan was very well known out there for all the success uh, in all the years that he managed that ball club back-to-back championships. And I think it was you who pointed out that that came to an end in 2018. Uh, one of my favorite calls, there will be no three-peat. And uh, Bernie Eisworth wanted to see the look on your face with that one as we had a little fun up in the press box that night when the storm came in. And I think the game lasted till about midnight and there weren't many people left for the greatest finish in WCBL history. Maybe not if you're a Swift Current fan. Uh, but it was Jason Vena who came. He wasn't managing that year, but he had joined the Red Sox staff, had an incredible impact, and then the next year took over as manager and beat Swift Current out of the playoffs. Again, is this as much about pulling in the Swift Current 57's killer as it is finding a replacement for the last manager? All right. Uh, if you can't beat him, hire him. Uh, a very wise person, someone much smarter than me, once uh, once said that. And uh, and yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, a guy like Jason Vena, who, who was available, who has that track record, uh, if he becomes available, you certainly call. And, and it was great that we were able to put pen to paper and, and get him here. Because as you mentioned, uh, Joe Carnahan, he had an unbelievable run in Swift Current, uh, you know, not just as uh, as a coach, but as a player as well. Uh, banners were hung at Mitchell Field with him there. And, uh, you know, he had the opportunity to go and, and pay the mortgage with baseball and, and have a full-time job with the Saskatoon Berries organization. And uh, we wish him nothing but the best of luck there, uh, except obviously when, when they're playing the Swift Current 57s. But, 
you know that that WCBL, it's a growing league. It's getting more and more competitive. And, uh, you know, Jason Vena is a guy with a proven track record. And uh, it's, it's going to be an exciting season coming up. Jason Vena and Swift Current, the Saskatoon Berries organization, which is making a huge splash in the league. And, and not to mention ever-growing programs all over the place. Moose Jaw under Eric Marriott has figured out, uh, you know, how to consistently be in the conversation when it comes to league championships. And, of course, there's some, some amazing organizations in Alberta. So it's, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun this year going to the ballpark no matter who's in town. I love that name, Saskatoon Berries. McNally, what do you think? Oh, I love it, too. Like, that's, that's got to be original. one of the better ones in uh, the WCBL, for sure. Schweitzer, was that your choice? Uh, I was uh, I was all in on the Cobra Chickens. I think that was one of the mm. names there. But uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's fun. They're they're having a lot of fun with it, and uh, and that's what baseball should be. You know, summer ball. These players come up here, and uh, and they always have a fun experience. There is, of course, the business side of, of wanting to win and go deep in the playoffs. But it's it's fun, and and baseball should be fun. One of the names that was proposed for the NHL team that the great Bill Hunter had pursued for Saskatoon when he was going after the St. Louis Blues, the Toonberries. Kevin Waugh gave me that little nugget. Uh, our guest on the Western Pizza Hotline is Ryan Schweitzer of Swift Current 57 and Swift Current Broncos fame. Perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings, plus Greek food like souvlaki, ribs, salads, all the goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza today. Okay, let's talk about your hockey team out in uh, Speedy Creek. A uh, lot of attention back at the trade deadline, bringing in Connor Geeky, among others, and looking right now, right in the middle of the playoff picture in the Eastern Conference. Are the locals happy and satisfied with the return on their trade deadline investment so far? Uh, you know what? There, there's a cautious optimism in Swift Current right now in regard to that. Uh, Connor Geeky, of course, a big buy at the trade deadline. You got to part with a couple first rounders to bring in an elite talent like that. And, uh, you know, they also upgraded their, their blue line by bringing in 20 year old Tyson Galloway from the, the Calgary Hitman. And, and there's an optimism when you take a look at the standings. You referenced that Brendan Swift Current in the thick of it. Uh, they're four points behind Red Deer for the fourth spot, and it's looking like a potential first-round playoff matchup with Swift Current and Red Deer. Uh, they're four points behind with a game at hand, and they do have two games against Red Deer. So so Swift Current very much feels that they could leapfrog Red Deer in the standings, and, you know, even the more optimistic types are thinking that they could catch Medicine Hat for top spot in the division right now. They're, they've played the same number, or, or pardon me, they have a game in hand with Med Hat, they're eight points behind them, but they do have several games against the Tigers down the stretch. So there's, uh, there's some cautious optimism in, in Swift right now after a, a busy deadline for general manager Chad Leslie. So a, lo- a lot of changes. There was the coaching change early on in the season, and, and then you have the trade deadline thing happening. And even though the team's record probably hasn't been as consistent as the locals would like since the trade deadline, do you think this could be a scenario where maybe it just takes a couple of months for everybody to feel each other out and then round into peak form once it matters when the playoffs start? Well, you're asking a Swift Current Bronco homer here, so uh, you're, you're going to get The answer's an emphatic yes, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, but, uh, you know, you look at Swift in their last 10, 5-3, 2-0. Uh, they're hovering around 500. Uh, this is a team that 5-on-5, uh, five five, they're playing some great hockey. And you look at their forwards one through nine, they stack up with anybody in the league. You look at their top four defensemen when everyone's healthy and they stack up with anyone in the league. And Reed Dick in the net, 
Um, he's he's as good a Western League goaltender as as you could ask for. So it's all there. I, the big thing with the Swift Current Broncos, and uh, I, I'm sure there's some hockey pundits that, that maybe have an answer to it, but their power play has struggled, struggled mightily. And it's it's tough to pinpoint exactly why when you look at the talent that they have. But in in the past month, they, they had a stretch of, of 30-plus straight power plays without a goal. So if, if they can figure out that power play and, you know, consistently be around that 25 to 30% mark, uh, this is a team that could, that's going to make some noise. Do you feel like the fact there's been so much change all in, during the season, that could be part of the problem with that? Well, yeah, and the Swift Current Broncos, they've been, they've been hammered by the injury bug this year. Um, you know, Tyson Galloway, 20-year-old defenseman, acquired at the deadline. Uh, he went down against the Moose Jaw Warriors about a month ago. Uh, he's out of the no-contact jersey in practice. He may go this weekend, his first game action in around a month. And uh, that would be the – and Caleb Y. Rostock, a 20-year-old as well, uh, he's listed week-to-week on the WHL injury report. So it'll be nice if, if we can get those two 20-year-olds back in the lineup. But, yeah, the Swift Current Broncos have not had the opportunity this season, save for literally a game or two, to play with a full roster. And, uh, you know, once, once everybody's going, and if this team can keep that injury bug out of the dressing room again, that's, uh, that's another potential key to the success of this organization. Because the injury bug, um, it's, it's just nipped away at, at the Broncos this season. And, yeah, that, that certainly affects team chemistry when you have guys who are in and out of the lineup so much. Just the one win for the Pats against uh, Speedy Creek so far this season. I think back to when... Both of these teams were at the top of the heap, and it was a really nice rivalry, at least for a little while. In um, I'm going to say 2017, 2018, when they were in, yeah. the, well, you know, when uh, while Swift Current had them on the mat, uh, the the one year when the Pats went all the way to the finals and lost to Seattle, and then a year later it was Swift who turned the tables, beating Regina out in the first round. Felt like they were on on top together, went through the bottom of the cycle together. The Pats had the Bedard mania that was last year. But let's be honest, outside of that, that was a pretty mediocre season. And it's another transition year. I, I feel like you have to feel pretty good if you're a Swift Current Bronco fan to see that you're right in the thick of it when another team that was right with you still has never really recovered since then. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's interesting here, and I, I realize that I'm on a Regina radio station, but, uh, you know, being a, a Swifter and Bronco fan and talking to other fans around the rink, uh, there's a good chunk of our fan base that cheers harder for Regina to lose than for the Broncos to win. <laughs> you know, the, the, the it's like fire the that, fans. It, well, exactly, yeah. The, uh, the fire that uh, burns Regina warms Bronco fans. And uh, but but you know what, junior hockey, it's it's so cyclical. And uh, yeah, you know what, as a longtime Bronco fan, uh, you know you you like to beat Regina whenever you can. But you know you also recognize the the cyclical nature of things and and how things can can certainly swing in a year or two. Um, but yeah, the Bronco Nation is. Uh, is, is uh, certainly smiling a little bit looking at the standings as of today where, where those two respective teams are, Brandon. Ryan, I uh, love the first name. Not a fan of the team that uh, you're rooting for, but uh, that's all right. Uh, obviously, the Broncos are struggling a little financially. Uh, that's kind of been a, a common theme in uh, junior hockey in Saskatchewan a little bit. Uh, how, how beneficial would a good playoff run be for this organization? Massive. Uh, and, and you got it right. Uh, you know, COVID didn't do uh, any junior hockey teams any favors. 
But, uh, you know, the Broncos are a small market miracle. The fact that they're able to, to consistently make a go of it in a league that is dominated by, by big centers. And, you know, the, the Innovation Plex and Swift Current uh, is 2875 That's a sellout. Uh, that that's a section in some other rinks, you know. So so they got to work twice as hard to accomplish half as much, and uh, you know that I, I think that that was uh, another big reason why they chose to make a, a big buy at the deadline because uh, you you just have to hit the the Goog machine, the Google, and and look at the last few years to know that there's been some financial losses for this community-owned team, and uh, you know they they need a big playoff run and and they need revenue. Uh, financially, you're you're right. Alarm bells are ringing in this market, and uh, you know, two or three rounds in the playoffs. You know, I don't want to push any panic buttons and say that they're a must, but uh, after some lean years financially, uh, yeah, a, a bit of a run here would be huge. Well, and you have an opportunity to do it this weekend against a team that the Broncos have done well against so far this season. Uh, if you get the sweep and a little help elsewhere, your Broncos might even leapfrog the Red Deer Rebels and. Uh, Better yet, for Swift Current fans who hate the Pats, maybe uh, set up the curtains, uh, exit stage for the Pats if they uh, lose both games this weekend and fall further behind in the playoff chase. Puck drop tonight at 6.30. Uh, sorry, pregame show at 6.30. Uh, puck drop at 7 o'clock here on the almighty 6.20 CKRM. Ryan, enjoy the games. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk again soon. Hey, right on. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. That is Ryan Schweitzer uh, from Swift Current who... Uh, I think he's still on city council, local legend. I know uh, he uh, that they hosted the 57 sportsman's dinner and it's not. Listen, I'm not sure there are too many events in the province that mirror what the Regina Red Sox do for their sportsman's dinner. The one in Swift Current was still pretty good. It was on a smaller scale, but they had J.P. Aaron Sebia and um, Ricky Romero out there and just the two of them and Schweitzer up on stage. Chatting with everybody, taking questions from the crowd. It was a pretty cool event, and uh, he does a good job covering it all. Uh, should be a go- this is a pretty big game tonight for both teams. Yeah, so absolutely. You for- talk about meaningful games late in the year. I think this is about as meaningful as it gets if you're the Regina Pats with a year like this. Time to break. It's a Friday sports cage for Nelson Holmes on Rider Radio 620 CKRM.